Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Episode 515. That's it. You're done. Give me your phone. How many times have you heard yourself saying that? I'm quite sure many of you have said it, done it. I've, I don't think I've actually said it in those words, but I have, I have absolutely said, give me your phone. You're, that's it. I actually probably have said. I probably have said it. Does it work? For me, no. Because all it does is drive a wedge between me and my kids. It doesn't matter how exasperated and infuriated and mad I am that I look around and see them on their phone. I might have said, you need to get off your phone and they go and they find an iPad. And then you say, get off the iPad and then you see them on their phone again. They just go from device to device to device. And it leaves us at our wits end. But here's the deal. How we apply consequences to this chosen behavior of theirs to be on their phones as much as they are. How we apply the consequences is pretty key to A, helping our kids still feel good about themselves and helping them learn from their mistakes and preserving the relationship and connection we have with them. Because when we are operating from the, that's it, you're done, give me your phone, I'm so sick of this, I'm taking it away, give it to me, that's it for the night or the day or the week or the month. Or as a friend of mine once said, that's it, you're never having the iPad again. And then she's like, oh my goodness, I need him to be, I need to give him the iPad because I need him to be occupied for a bit. You know, we shoot ourselves in the foot when, when we use technology to barter with them, to try and get them to behave in different ways. Now, as I mentioned in a previous episode, phones are, these phones and the challenges are monumental for us to try and navigate because it's one thing if we're dealing with something that doesn't have addictive qualities to it, but it's not the phone that's addictive. It's the platforms they're on that are addictive for them. It changes the chemicals being released in their brains the dopamine being released, the oxytocin, the the cortisol. You know, Melanie Hempy, in her interview with me, she mentioned, and I'd heard this, that oxytocin is released into their systems with some of the programs that, and platforms that they're on. And oxytocin, remember, is the bonding hormone. It's the fall in love hormone chemical that is released. It's the chemical that's released when we're nursing our babies when we're with our newborns, that we fall in love with them because oxytocin is this feel-good, bonding, loving, safe um, kind of feeling that we get from the release of this hormone. 
these platforms are causing oxytocin to be released into our kids' brains. So they are in love with their phones. And if we try and take their phone away from them, as Melanie Hempy said, it's just like taking a baby away from a mother. They will fight. They'll do anything to get their baby back. These kids will fight and do anything to get their phone back. So when we take the phones away, we have to understand there's going to be a reaction. There's going to be withdrawal. There's, they're going to fight for it. They want it. They don't know how to cope with it. The system is so persuasive and pervasive and prolific. It's hooking them back in. So how we take it away is key. Now, there's the addictive side to it, which is very difficult to manage. And, you know, the question we have to ask ourselves is, is it okay for them to even have a little? I don't have that answer. But we know that if we are addicted to a substance or chocolate cake or food or alcohol, drugs, porn, sex, whatever it is, we almost can't have any of it because just getting a taste of it is enough to hook us back in. So there there are many experts out there that say, you know what, they can't have any of it because the minute they get it, they're back into that cycle. It's not for me to say. You have to be the one to dictate and decide whether they can have some, none, or a lot. It really is up to you. There are guidelines, there are recommendations, and I always recommend you go and you look at those. The American Academy of Pediatrics has great guidelines. Commonsense.org has great guidelines. But I'm sidetracking from this, but it's how do we take the phone away? Again, in episode 400, 514, I talked about the secrets to change. So we need to take the phone away with compassion, with being curious, being open, being calm, being supportive, being in control of ourselves, being creative, communicating well, using being clear, being concise, using all those C's to actually say you need to give me the phone when we do it from a uh, a fixed mindset from that triggered reactive space we will be confrontational and critical closed and controlling condescending and all those horrible seas i talked about when we show up in a in a from a different mindset mindset from a growth mindset from a, a neutral perspective and we're showing up in this moment with compassion to the fact they find it hard to get off it. And then we ask them to get off their phones. We can use, like parents often say to me, so how can I make taking away the phone a consequence for not doing the dishwasher? Because we know with consequences, they need to be related and relevant to the event. We need to be respectful in the way we we we. Uh, say or or communicate the consequence it needs to be reasonable and reliable and so we have to make sure that if we are taking the phone away that we make it relevant and related to the fact that, that the chore wasn't done or homework wasn't done so with homework it's more obvious because we can say okay well you were on your phone so you didn't do your homework so we're going to take away the phone you need to give me your phone When your homework's done, then you have the phone. If they haven't done the dishwasher, we could say, 
you were distracted by your phone and all your attention was on your phone and therefore you forgot to do the dishwasher. So there's your, you're relating being on the phone and the distraction of the phone was why the chore wasn't done. So you need to give me your phone, do the chore. When the chore's done, you can have your phone. It would be punitive to say, give me your phone, you're not having it for the rest of the day. Because really, do they have to not have the phone for the whole day? I don't believe they do. But they can't have the phone while they're doing the dishwasher. Or they can't have the phone while they're doing homework. Or, you know, I was going to say walking the dog. Those seem to be my three things that I'm going to right now. But, you know, they will go for a walk on their phone and they'll walk into the post because they're on. The, they'll go for a They'll go to take the dog for a walk, walk on the phone. They'll take the dog for a walk, be on their phones and walk into a post or sit on a park bench halfway round, you know, half a kilometre from the house and come back an hour later having said they'll walk the dog. That's terrible of me to think they might do that. But they're addicted to it. They want to be on it. They don't know how to cope when they're not on it. So the point of this is don't just take their phones away with no reason for it. You want them to always understand why you've taken the phone away because it's distracting them from the real world. So there's the consequence. You can always say the phone has distracted you from what you should have been doing. Once you've done what you need to do, you can have the phone back. That is a, 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 a much better way of dealing with it. But again, I can go, that's it. Give me your phone. When you finish, the, the phone's a distraction. When you finish the dishwasher, I'll give you your phone. There's a punitive tone. There's a not so nice energy to that. So they could deem it you're being disrespectful. You just took away my phone. Well, I need to be respectful in the way I, I ask them. I need to be respectful in the way I communicate them, with them. My energy needs to shift from that negative reactive space to a responsive, collaborative, compassionate space. So no more, that's it, I'm done, give me your phones. Think of another way to do it. Use consequences so they learn it. If X, then Y every time. But use the concept of the phone is a distraction. It has prevented you from getting on with what you need to do. It's distracted you, your attention's on that. We need to shift your attention onto something else. You can't pay attention to two things at once type of thing. So short but sweet today. That's it. You're done. Give me your phone. We're not going to do that anymore. We're going to find a different way. We're going to use the secrets and we're going to show up and use consequences to help our kids learn the relationship between cause and effect and to help them learn that the phone is such a freaking distraction to them that they're so focused on it. They don't see anything else they're so caught up in that virtual world you can hear the reactivity in me it does my head and it frustrates me i'm just not quite sure how we're going to get around this problem in this digital age but the only hope we have of getting around it is to show up this way a new way break the old patterns get into create some new ones show up differently it comes down to you. So thank you so much for listening. Till next time. Bye for now. 
that's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.